The following program was made possible by the generosity of those who have determined to hold fast to the true Roman Catholic religion, as expounded by the Roman Catholic Church before the disasters of Vatican II and the so-called New Mass. Hello and welcome to What Catholics Believe. I'm your host, Thomas Nagley, and with me tonight is Father William Jenkins from the Society of St. Pius V. He's also the pastor of Immaculate Conception Church in Norwood, Ohio. Hello, Father. Good evening, Tom. How are you? Good, Father. We found it necessary to do a short special program tonight concerning this case of Alfie Evans, which is uh, happening now in Liverpool, England. And just to, to briefly uh, attempt to sum up the timeline of the story here, Alfie Evans, I believe he's a, a 23-month-old boy who uh, throughout his short life has been besieged by, by various medical problems. For some time now, he's been confined to a hospital bed in this children's hospital in Liverpool. Uh, he's been on life support. Recently, the doctors treating him decided that it was in uh, everyone's best interest to remove the life support from Alfie. His parents, uh, um, they, they resisted this, uh, this decision of the doctors. They appealed and a judge actually ruled against them and denied their right to, uh, to get this life support for Alfie. And uh, so they appealed to, to various other authorities. Actually, Italy granted Alfie citizenship and the uh, Children's Hospital in, in Rome. Uh, they agreed to treat Alfie. They actually even sent a helicopter to this hospital in Liverpool in an attempt to get Alfie from there, take him to the hospital in Rome, give him the necessary treatment that he needed to, to preserve his life. And uh, police officers were actually stationed at this hospital in Liverpool to prevent the parents from taking Alfie to this hospital here. So this, this judge has ruled that uh, Alfie is, is confined to this hospital room, not allowed to leave the hospital. His parents are not allowed to take him home. They're not allowed to get the necessary treatment for Alfie. So Father, what is your, what is your take on this whole case? Well, it, it's monstrous. It is. It is monstrous that uh, a judge should have the power of life and death like this over a little child, uh, despite his parents' wishes, okay? Um, I think this is going to have very profound effects, um, not only in England, but it is, it is actually having a profound effect throughout the world. Uh, there are national governments about around the world who have spoken up uh, to try to save this child's life and prevent uh, this hospital uh, basically uh, with the power wielded by by one man, uh, this uh, Mr. Justice Hayden, uh, did, from decreeing the death of this child uh, by starvation, ultimately, is what they're hoping. They were going to withdraw not only uh, the ventilator from the child, with the prediction that he would be dead within a matter of minutes. And they did withdraw the ventilator, and the child was still breathing. Mm -hmm. Has been bringing, breathing him on his own for well over 100 hours. Much to everyone's shock, uh, especially the medical authorities who were predicting his death. And I think the, the legal, so-called legal authorities, were hoping for it to happen to get it over with and just have this child die. But uh, the fact is, the child continues to breathe. Uh, they also withdrew nutrition and hydration. As you know, um, one can live without nutrition for quite some time, but hydration uh, is so necessary for life that if one does not have water, uh, one dies very rapidly, in a matter of a few days or a week. Or... Uh, 
can linger painfully for a long time. Remember, our Lord hung on the cross with all of the torments that he suffered, um, both the torments of, of mind and body. And yet the one thing that he expressed uh, of, of his own discomfort was, I thirst. So this is a terrible way to die. Uh, Alfie's father managed to persuade them to, con to give the child hydration. Uh, perhaps, I don't know, this, this one uh, scintilla of consideration, of common decency, of, uh, of compassion, uh, might have been to prevent the, the specter of having themselves having killed the child, you know, murdered the child, when they want him to just stop breathing on his own. But they, I understand, uh, to this moment, are still refusing to give him nutrition. So the child is starving, <clears throat> uh, even as we speak, still breathing, um, and they're just looking for him finally to, uh, to give up the ghost. It is true that the Gesù Bambino Hospital, uh, the Children's Hospital in Rome, has offered to treat him. Uh, the head of the hospital there, who's a woman doctor, actually came out and said that what is motivating the Children's Hospital and the court system in uh, Liverpool, England, is uh, actually ideology. She actually came out and said it's, it's their ideology that is behind this. It's not a matter of medicine, it's not a matter of justice, it's a matter of ideology. <clears throat> and uh, I thought it was amazing that she would say this. Not that she would think this, but that she would say this. Um, but it's interesting that she sees it and is willing to come out and say so. And it is, because you're looking at socialist medicine in England. And this is what socialism does. Socialism usurps the power of human beings, not only in terms of their right to private property, it usurps all authority from parents and it arrogates it to the government. And these bureaucrats and, uh, and, and, and lawyers made judges, barristers who become uh, justices, and they, they feel as though they have absolute uh, power of life and death over everyone, including children. And uh, there was a, a nurse involved in Alfie's care who, who saw, I guess it was the brain scans, and commented, this child deserves to die. The child de deserves to die? No, isn't that a strange way to put it? You know? So again, not only in the justice system do you have an ideology, but in the medical field you have these... This ideology, too, this child deserves to die. Mm -hmm. And this nurse has, has made this, this pronouncement on this. <clears throat> so um, some are saying that Alfie's continued uh, clinging to life as a miracle, but the father uh, said it's not a miracle, it's a misdiagnosis. Uh, he has a degenerative neurological disease, they say. And if that's the case, then he will die. Then why don't they just let him go home? Because the parents' ideology does not square with the courts and the, uh, the doctor's ideology, the mm -hmm. hospital's ideology. Elder Hay is a very large children's hospital. And uh, they've been busy for quite some time. In fact, 1999, I understand, they had a pretty serious court case brought against their, their harvesting and, and preserving of human tissue which five years later uh, yielded an, an act, uh, I guess an act of parliament, um, uh, basically correcting the problems there in their, in their way of, of gathering and, uh, and preserving human tissue. 
So uh, the hospital has not had a history with that controversy. But in this case, um, they have a little boy who was brought to them uh, about uh, a few months. Well, let's see, he was born May 9th in 2016. And by December of that same year, he was brought in with seizures. Mm -hmm. was having seizures. And his situation deteriorated, they say, okay, to the point that the, the medical uh, doctors who were treating him say, uh, basically, there is, there's no hope for him. And um, they, they moved to actually seize custody of the child, take it away from the parents. And uh, they succeeded through, the, through this court. And the, the appeals court has upheld this uh, Justice, uh, Mr. Justice Anthony Paul Hayden's uh, decision that the child basically is going to die. And uh, they've appealed to the uh, Supreme Court in England, and uh, the Supreme Court has re refused twice to hear the case. Um, and they've even appealed to the European uh, Union Court, which has refused to hear the case as well. Uh, but around the world, there are governments who are speaking out about this atrocity. Even in Germany, uh, you know, you don't hear anything from May, the, the prime minister. I haven't seen any statement by her on this. Um, her silence is thunderous. Merkel, thunderous. But one doctor in Germany, who has a certain prominence, I guess, I don't know his name offhand, but he's actually said that after the Holocaust, in uh, Germany, we've learned what not to do to people, you know? And in England, they haven't learned that yet, <laughs> you know, what not to do uh -huh. to treat a, a child. Uh, he was very outraged at what they're doing to this child mm -hmm. and what they're doing to his parents. But uh, the Gesù Bambino Hospital is like the, the children's hospital in Rome. Um, the child Jesus is the name of the hospital. And uh, just a few weeks ago, the students and I were in uh, the Arad Shaili church, where the body of St. Helena, uh, Constantine's mother, lies now. Um, and uh, there they have the, the Bambino, Jesus Bambino, the figure of the Christ child who is taken to the sick children at Christmas. And they're blessed with this figure of the Christ child. Uh, so they still do have a devotion to the, the infant, the Christ child there especially with regard to the illness of little children. They have a real tenderness for that. So when the head of that hospital uh, says that it's ideology that is basically uh, thirsting for the death of this child, they're just determined that he is not going to leave that hospital alive with his parents. Mm -hmm. Now that the parents have failed in their repeated pleas to have the justice system of England uh, release release its claws from their child until <laughs> they can take the child who has been, as you say, granted Italian citizenship to facilitate his arrival there. And uh, uh, now, that, now that that has been absolutely forbidden under armed guard, I mean, the place is bristling with firepower to prevent anybody from trying to save this child. It's funny, you know, they're, they're, they're welcoming all of these people here uh, these so-called refugees that are coming to the country and, and wreaking havoc to the, their legal system. And, uh, you know, he heaven forbid you should say anything derogatory about that. <clears throat> but when it comes, the, the firepower of England is now used 
being used to make sure this child dies. And that no one can, can stand up and try to uh, rescue this child. Now, the parents evidently have abandoned their efforts in this regard to get into Italy or anywhere else to be treated, and they just want to take the baby home. They just want to take him home and let him die at home, if that's what it's going to come to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> will these, uh, well, uh, will these uh, people allow that to happen? I don't know. Um, Maybe they would be afraid that somehow they'd they'd give some nourishment to the child and prolong his life. I don't know if they will. But one thing is is quite clear. The child, the the parent's ideology, that is to say, their belief in the value of that child's life, does not square with the medical authorities and the legal authorities there, um, right now in in Forest at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So... um, I would frankly be surprised if they left this child go home with his parents unless uh, the child was already ready to die, you know. So they can say, okay, we left the child go home. He died at home just as we said he died, he would die, and there's nothing that could have been done for him. Father, you, you'll remember that this isn't the first case like this. There have there, there no. been, been others similar, and remember in particular well, Charlie Gard. Charlie Gard. Uh, a year before, and uh, Terry Shiva right here, Shiva, and there are a number yeah. of cases around the world. Now. And, and how, how ironic is this? I read that uh, that after they removed this, this life support, this ventilation from Alfie, that his parents actually were giving him mouth-to-mouth for some time mm-hmm. in an attempt to, to keep him breathing. And how, how ironic is that? How, how depraved is that? To, to have Here you have, in a hospital, mm-hmm. you have parents giving, life, giving mouth-to-mouth mm-hmm. to their child to, to try and save his life as the hospital staff stands by and does nothing. I think if that right there doesn't show that the diabolical disorientation that, that that's... Well, they did something. They took they took away the ventilator. They took away yeah. the means of keeping him going, so the parents had to resort to that. But the amazing thing is that he's breathing on his own. The parents are truth, were, were so convinced that what the doctors told them was, was true, that he would stop breathing in a matter of minutes and die in a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were administering multi-month resuscitation just to prolong the child's life by a matter of what they considered be minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, the child did not die. It's, uh, what does this tell you about the hospital's diagnosis? Mm-hmm. What does it tell you about the quality of medicine? What does it tell you about the, the level of ethics, as you're saying, and morality, but even just the level of ethics on a natural level? It's, uh, it's frightening. I suppose there are certain, uh, way, you know, certain scenarios in which you would say that that the, the thing it's it's being operated by fiends, by f- actual fiends who are running this, mm-hmm. who have this. Um, uh, well, as this um, hospital leader in uh, in Italy says, uh, it's an ideology. Mm-hmm. It's an ideology. But socialism does this. And uh, heaven forbid that we should have ever, ever have a socialist medical system here because this would be the norm, not the exception. Right. As it is becoming more and more common that uh, medical personnel will turn to the courts to, to uh, enforce at the barrel of a gun the starvation or dehydration or suffocation of a, of a human being particularly children and the elderly. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they deserve to die. That's what they say. 
Yeah. Father, I, I, I was reading a, a few interviews on this this uh, this case here, and one with, uh, I believe it was Governor Mike Huckabee, he said mm-hmm. that the question in this case is really, who is God? Are we allowing God to be God, and is, is God really the author of life and death, or are these court systems, are, are these doctors, are they playing God? Do they have the authority to decide who lives and who and who dies? Well, we're answering that question. Right, right. and, 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 a, and another question, uh, Another uh, perspective of this is uh, Matt Walsh, I believe, the, uh, the, the blogger here. He said that um, this case perfectly illustrates why the right to bear arms is so important. Because in a case like this, when it's literally life and death and, and the, these court systems, these doctors are literally forcing your, your child to die and, and not letting you have anything to do with it, that that as a parent, that that, that would warrant uh, the use of firearms mm-hmm. in a case like that. It was so perverse, Tom, that the, the plan was with Alfie Evans to withdraw the uh, ventilator um, and then, in case of any evident distress, to inject him with fentanyl <laughs> to further suppress his breathing, mm-hmm. guaranteeing, you know, to expedite his death. Now, I don't know if they actually did that or not. Uh, but the world is watching them, and, and, and it's amazing to see the world's governments reacting to this, and a number of them lamenting this, and, and they're horrified by this. But they're standing around, everyone is standing around and watching this, this the medical system and this government uh, actually preside over the death of this child, this way. They're standing here and watching this happen, and some are... Some are expressing their uh, outrage, some their discomfort, but uh, I'll tell you, they, they, they get away with it, and every time they do it, it just uh, just gets, they get bolder and bolder. But this is what socialism does. So that uh, the people who are, are speaking up to try to uh, preserve Alvi's life, or at least to let him die a, a perfectly natural death at home with his parents, where he belongs, uh, they're, they're the ones who are being denounced. They're being de- denounced as the vultures who are hanging around like vultures outside the hospital for the child to die. I mean, it's inside out. Everything's upside down, backwards, forwards. It's, mm. uh, it's like Satan is writing the script. <laughs> and uh, truth is falsehood, good is evil. And, uh, you know, I mean, as the prophet says, Isaiah says, woe to those who call good evil and evil good. And we've got a lot of that happening right now. Uh, we had to pray. We really had to pray hard because uh, God punishes nations for this. He punishes nations because of their governments, uh, because of the evil laws and uh, the fact that people do not. Um, God gives the graces to people to respond to such challenges and to make things right and, and not to let this happen, not to let it come to this. But if people acquiesce to these evils, in the course of time, they will be punished. The people themselves will be punished for the evils perpetrated by their governments. Mm-hmm. And um, because they're all considered to be kind of party to it, you know. So, um, you know, I, I, I fear, I really fear for... Uh, Certain nations, they're, they're, yeah. they're going to reap a, a, a tragic <laughs> harvest of what they're sowing right now. Mm-hmm. And Father, if, if we could profit anything by this case, I think perhaps it can give us a slight insight into the the mind of God in this way that 
that there are, there are so many who, who are on their spiritual deathbeds, just, I mean, lying there, they're ready to die, ready to die a spiritual death. And God, in His infinite mercy, does everything in His power to try and convince our world to let us help Him. Sometimes He even literally flies a, a proverbial helicopter next to our next to our to our spiritual deathbed, and we we refuse it. So often we, we say, "No, I will not accept this grace from you. I, I refuse it. I want to die this spiritual death on my own. Just leave me be. Let me die." And I think that um, you know that we see this this outrage all across the entire world now, this miscarriage of justice. But what is this compared to that? evil where we refuse the grace of God. This is just a, a physical help for, for physical life. But here you have spiritual life, which is infinitely more valuable. And so many of us will so often refuse God's grace and God's help. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that might uh, be well, some, some source of, of profit. Well, what's happening is emblematic, but it is at root a spiritual problem. There's no doubt about it. Uh, ideology? Yeah. But it is a, a spiritual uh, problem in that it's an, it's an ideology, but it is a perverse and uh, twisted and even even diabolical ideology. Mm-hmm. You know, our lady said at Fatima that um, we see more and more prevailing in the world a diabolical disorientation. And that's an excellent um, description of the ideology of uh, of socialism left the left you know progress the so-called progressive ideology it is a diabolical disorientation and um, it manifests itself in, the, in, in these ways mm-hmm. and when people are brought to see you know up close and personal the the consequences of this little child uh, clinging to life despite the, the hopes and the best efforts to see him dead. Uh, this is a very, very, well, it's a wake-up call. Uh, God is permitting us to see this. Um, but he's also giving grace for us to have the, uh, uh, to, to recognize it, acknowledge what it really is, face it, and to actually uh, confront it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I, I, I don't know if this little child is baptized. It, it's, it's a very strange situation. I mean, it, religiously, too. I mean, the child's had a, ca- a priest uh, from Italy as the chaplain there with him, actually, on site at the hospital to care for the child. But the Bishop of Libert- Liverpool, what's his name, Murray? I forget his name now, but says that they're not Roman Catholics. And he, he actually... He couldn't go seven kilometers to the hospital to see the parents, the bishop, this is. I think it's an archbishop, if I'm not mistaken. But he, he got to Rome to tell Francis, basically. And since then, Francis, I understand, is coming back off. Because Francis at first was advocating for the life of this child. <coughs> but now, the bishop in Liverpool has actually intervened <coughs> that that... Uh, Italian priest has been withdrawn from being there with his family. That priest was telling the hospital staff, you're committing murder. They didn't like it. So guess what? He gets whistled out of there. Taken away. By the church, right? He was too rigid. I I guess he he was one of those who was uh, trying to enforce these abstract truths. 
you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Francis has just come out and said, well, being there, being there, being there with people, you know, that's, that's the important thing. And yet his own people, you know, pull him out, pull the priest out of there from being there, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's telling them the abstract truth that this is a child's life and you're putting this child to death, that it's wrong. And they don't want to hear it, okay? So again, we have more hypocrisy and we have more uh, contradiction and so on in the Novus Ordo, but they're manifesting who they really are. Um, but I mean, the story that I, I, I get now is that Francis himself has kind of toned down his support based upon what he's hearing from the Novus Ordo Church authorities in Liverpool. So uh, a couple of good sites to, to check up on this. There's, there's a site called The Federalist, I understand. I haven't seen that article, but some have recommended that, saying that's, a, that's actually a very good treatment of this, what's happening to Alfie right now. But perhaps the premier site uh, here in America is Life Site News, L-I-F-E-S-I-T-E-N-E-W-S, Life Site News. In fact, I have the printout of quite a number of articles about this right here. And uh, lifesitenews.com has a, has a like a minute-by-minute minute update as to how this child is doing. And I'm sure that if uh, the courts will release their grips grip on this child and the child can go home with his parents, they'll be among the first to let us know. Mm -hmm. um, but in any case, uh, for those who want to learn more and stay tuned, they would be well to go, let's say, to LifeSide News. I would say um, that we... Above all, we just need to rally to prayer about this. We need to have to pray about this. Sure. Um, you know, the, the Israelites had to face um, the pagans who were worshipping their false gods, and the way they worshipped them was sacrificing their children to them. And so um, we see this happening now. That's the ideology, right? Um and you find uh, Dr. Moloch, or the false god Moloch. Right? Well, the, the Nazis have their Dr. Mengele, and these leftists here, these socialists, have their Dr. Moloch there, who still wants to sacrifice children. Uh, and, and on the altar of their ideology. And uh, you're right, play as though they are God, just as Satan did. Well, Father, thank you for being here tonight to uh, to offer your thoughts on this case. We'll we'll continue to watch it unfold and, and pray for this intention. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. Well, Tom, thanks very much, and I hope that uh, you know people take this to heart and realize uh, not only do we have to pray for this little child and his parents and all of the good people who are advocating for him, pray for them that they'll find their way back to you know to embrace the true faith and realize that the true Catholic, the traditional Catholic faith is really the only answer to all of this. It's the one sole answer to all of this, right? All of this diabolical disorientation. Um, but we also want to make sure people are very much aware of this so that they will make sure they do everything they possibly can to prevent this from happening in their country, in their states, in their cities, in their own backyards, that they will not allow this type of thing to happen. Right. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. God bless you. And all of you. Thanks to all of our viewers for watching this episode of What Catholics Believe. Until next time, we ask that you all remember the words of Our Lady of Fatima.
to consecrate yourselves and your families to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and to pray and do penance. Thank you, and God bless you.